Hi everyone, just a quick update you. Uh, the first like eight minutes or so of this podcast were cut off due to technical difficulties on my end. So we're going to be going through, we're going to be picking up the podcast about halfway through Kyle's telling of uh, his birthday, which was just yesterday or well, January 25th. So whenever this comes out, you'll know. So anyway, just so you're not confused as to why the podcast is starting in uh, just a little bit into the podcast itself. Anyway, enjoy. Good. Good. But I, I think that's going forward. That's the way I'm going to do it is just I'm going to rent out the whole theater <laughs> so that no one can interrupt me or be a nuisance or distraction because I swore I feel like I've sworn off theaters like 10 different times in my life just because the the sheer disrespect that I see every time I go in it's yeah. just it's mind-boggling to me why you would pay such high prices already to see a brand new movie that you've never seen before yet you're going to spend the whole time texting or snapchatting or going on instagram or talking loudly or just being a a, a downright jackass in the theater <laughs> and i i will <laughs> this I aggression will not it. stand no <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, but at least but now that I have out. the yeah, now that I have that option, <laughs> it's well worth it because, as I said before, I I'm happy to pay more money for a better experience. Oh yeah, you think uh, you think that's something that they're going to maintain once the theater's like completely open? Probably not. Yeah, just because they want to maximize on well, the spaces. In that case, then that's that's kind of a unique, like COVID-specific, cool yeah. moment that you can share that no, like yeah. very few other people will have had, and be like, yeah, it was 20, 2021. 2021. Yeah, and uh, I was I thirty-one. To, yeah, I got to experience <laughs> it. Yep, yeah. y'all don't know what cool. it's like to have your own theater. <laughs> <laughs> Super Kyle, thirty-two with a five-year-old yeah. on his lap. <laughs> Somehow, who the hell is this kid? <laughs> yep. Okay, well, I'll be cool. at the mall as a Santa, probably. Oh yeah. By the time next year, because you know Joe Biden's going to take my damn job if he can. <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the steel mill. <laughs> yeah, down at the Keystone Pipeline. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother issue. Great, great yep. issue to to delve into. I saw a few people complaining about that. And just, I mean, obviously, people that work there are bummed out. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't you, know enough details, but I I guess I can see. I don't know. I don't know enough details really to know, but I guess I can, if I'm just thinking about it, I can see, you know, both sides of it where it's like, this was a planned thing. And then there was thousands of people who were going to work on it and now they don't have a job. And obviously you're going to be really upset by that. And I don't know, I guess it was a pipeline from Alberta, Canada, and you'd be able to get more oil, from North America, but instead, I guess if that's canceled, you know, we're going to alternatively go and try to get oil from 
more oil from the Middle East, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I imagine so. What Which I, I is find strange, but... True. What I find a little irritating is, like, Biden has already done several things. I mean, obviously, that's one example, right? Canceling the, the, the pipeline or postponing it or whatever. Um, he's already put in a bunch of executive orders. He's reversed a lot of things that Trump put out for executive orders. And now he's pushing through, he's trying to speed up this whole like Harriet Tubman being put on the $20 bill and all that stuff. And people, I'm seeing a lot of people that are just posting about this and saying like, uh, you know, it's all nice and good that Harriet Tubman's going to be on the $20 bill, but like that's not actual change and stuff like that. And it's just like, I don't know. I get a little irritated by that. Obviously, I don't have a right to be irritated, but like I get a little irritated, not because it's 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 happening. Um, I'm I'm perfectly okay with it happening. Not that anybody asked me, but um, I, I get annoyed by that mentality of like, well, why aren't you doing more? I mean, bitch, the dude's been in office for six days. Like, and people yeah. people get so upset that he hasn't done more. Like, to to to. Like, like he was going to enter office and he's just like Gandalf <laughs> or something and just like yeah. completely eviscerate all inequality. No, I mean, it's it's one move. And instead of criticizing it, just say, oh, this is cool and we have more work to do. Instead of saying, they're not even acknowledging that it's a cool move. They're just saying, oh, well, this is just nothing. Like, this this doesn't do anything. It's just like, it's something. It's one thing. And we recognize we have we have a lot more to do. I I just don't like that like Debbie Downer mentality that people <laughs> have about this stuff. It's just like you're you can't win. I mean, damn. No, you can't make everybody happy, and people just I don't know. I think you know as much as people want to hate on him and hate on Trump, it's like nobody really truly knows what actually happens when you become president and like so many moving parts and pieces and it's probably incredibly overwhelming the first month at least where you're just like stretched in thousand oh, different yeah. directions and it's like what is the priority i mean a lot of people have an opinion of what the priority is but um not everybody agrees on what that is so you're just never gonna make never gonna make everybody happy so yeah, I mean Biden being stretched every which way, and then, like they have to they have to write all the notes on his hand so he doesn't forget them. Like you know, no, no, telling no. him. So <laughs> it's, it's an added challenge. <laughs> yeah, his memory is only about thirty minutes long, so you got to keep. It's a devil. Yeah, you got to tell him twice. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it, it's just. There's so many things going on that we don't know about behind the scenes probably and people just get so caught up like, oh my God, it's, I thought it was a different president. Like I thought we were going to do stuff and make changes. Like, yeah, it's only been six days. Like I think exactly. we are, we can give him a little bit more time. Just a little bit. He's got that. four just years. A, but... yeah, 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 a little bit. I mean, I get it after like, you know, half of this year goes by and there's been no discussion of like, you know, have we improved vaccine distribution to this many people that sure. you wanted to do, or have we introduced another stimulus package that you said you wanted to do? Like 
those are obviously priorities, but they can't happen in just one day, but you'd hope they would happen in the first six months, I would think. Yeah. Where we'd yeah, have a, a big improvement anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's, those are like legitimate criticisms. Like you got to wait until an extended period of time has passed and then you, you reassess. I just, yeah, it's just like this, like, it's definitely, it's just, I mean, obviously it's liberals, it's leftists that are, that are on this agenda yeah, of like, righteous. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you're not, you're not doing enough. It's like, yeah, it's been six it's, days. But it, for them, it's never enough. It, I, it would that, never exactly, be enough. That's the thing. Exactly. Yeah. You can't please these people because they're always going to be trolls who just, yeah, just want to, want to argue for argument's sake and just bitch and moan. And while they're just on the computer all day, like you're, you're, you're contributing nothing but negativity. So, you know, your opinion, unfortunately you get to have one, but it doesn't matter Yeah, if you're going to be an, if you're going to be a Debbie Downer all the time. I mean, it's fine to be mad and upset and voice your opinion, but like, like you said, just give it, give it a second. That's all. Find exactly. ways to help if you think it's not going quick enough. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, that's 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 a little political thing on the. That's just what I I just thought that a couple of days ago when the whole Harriet Tubman thing had been announced that they were trying to push that <clears> forward, which I mean it'd be cool change. It's not like I have any. I didn't any even hear about that. I mean Andrew Jackson. I don't give. A <laughs> yeah, Andrew Jackson was a. Uh... A right bastard yeah. <laughs> in a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So anyway, uh, speaking of, I don't really know how to transition this. Bastards. Um, bastards, sure. Stealing things. Uh, Burgundy yeah. bastards. Inequality. Oh, okay, Burgundy bastards. <laughs> We're butchering this, folks, but <laughs> we're getting through it. You did, you did send me something a couple of days ago. Um, yeah, the I got this burglars. from the yeah the wine spectator. Burgundy burglars nab four hundred twenty-five thousand dollars in wine lob bottles at cops <laughs> in Mario Kart style getaway. <laughs> okay, you want yeah. to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so there's this uh, hotel um called domain de rimska which looks like a russian word um close to the cote d'or region um in burgundy which is a world famous wine region for pinot noir and obviously if you're staying at a really nice hotel in burgundy they are going to have incredible wines from burgundy uh, at that hotel and these people Staying there, um, obviously knew that, probably planned this well ahead of time because they made off with about $425,000 worth of Burgundy. Um, and, you know, what? I guess they weren't incredibly um, smooth with their exit because the people were able to call the police uh, in enough time to where the police were actually able to catch up with them hmm. and tail them. And like the title says, like a Mario Kart race, they were sort of like <laughs> chucking these bottles out the window <laughs> at the uh, police, which is like 
you know, you're, you're throwing thousand dollar bottles <laughs> out plus out the window and they're just smashing and everything. Yeah. Um, but apparently they, uh, they crashed through a toll booth, uh, and they were driving a van and the van like, like, you know, just stopped in an embankment and they had to go out and run on foot. They escaped somehow. Are you serious? How, how, who thinks like I'm just going to start chucking wine bottles and that's actually going to help my situation. Yeah. And then they crash and they get out and they run off and they're fine. But, uh, they took some of the bottles as much as they could carry. Uh, but, a, but a lot of it was actually, uh, found in their van, um, and returned. But the craziest part of the story is that, uh, the day before this happened, two hundred and forty thousand dollars worth of wine was stolen from that same hotel. <laughs> the day before. That's insane. So they're probably involved in that as well. And they were like, this is super easy. Like we can go get more. And uh they were unsuccessful, but they are still at large somehow. <laughs> And they will be back the third day. Yeah. It's like, is this the 70s? What's going on? Seriously. It really feels like that. Like getting uh, away in like a Citroën or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Car chase of 30 miles per hour. Pretty much. It's That's probably what happened. But yeah, that's kind of wild that it happened twice in a row. And then they got away and they're just like, well, yeah, be on the lookout. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Like oh, here they probably would have gotten shot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Helicopters, <laughs> everything. For sure. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a nice little, nice little cops and robbers tale. A little but, throwback to older times when you could. You could just do that. They kind of and sometimes me. get away. <laughs> oh yeah, it kind of reminds me of like those. Yeah, kind of those older films that you know they they just have this really simple setup. Just do it and then just get away in this kind of weakly powered car and uh, like in the thirties like or twenties, yeah, kind of like, like a Bonnie and Clyde. Style, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Thing, with your away. Tommy gun and you just yeah, like spray exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. With your Tommy gun, that's perfect. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. It's so, uh, was yeah. Public Enemies that that movie that came yeah. out with uh, Johnny Depp. That, I mean, I really enjoyed that film. Yeah, that and was that good. Was, it's kind of kind of that style, but um, John Dillinger, I think, was his name. Yeah, John Dillinger, right? Um, but I especially like the fact that they have like they characterize as Mario Kart style getaway because. I was also thinking of like the green, they're like shooting out green shells from the back. Of the yeah. Band, you know? <laughs> Throwing banana peels. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the police cars run into it. <laughs> Just, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually played Mario Kart pretty recently. I hadn't played in a long time. I went over to Nick Amadeo's place. He lives pretty close by and we were watching the uh, playoff games, um, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Mm. And uh, when he plays Mario Kart, he's got a different set of rules that oh. I've never experienced before. Please. And it's uh, 
you start the game and you have to finish an entire beer before the game ends oh. while while you're playing while you're so playing. like when you're drinking you have to completely not do anything with your controller so it's like you want you want to just start out at the beginning like as soon as the green light hits and he can just destroy a beer like super quick and i'm just like ah it's too cold <laughs> but yeah after like four or five games you're like all right oh yeah i need to slow this games. down <laughs> i was gonna ask you how many games do you actually get through probably that much yeah yeah, yeah. well it's a fun game yeah I, uh, I always enjoyed it as well but yeah um but yeah this story uh kind of when I found the story, it reminded me of when we were talking about Pappy Van Winkle bourbon last week. And I re recalled that I thought I saw a story once where there was an inside job at Buffalo Trace um, oh, yeah. trying to steal Pappy. And then I looked it up and I was confirmed um, that in 2013, um, 200 bottles of Pappy were stolen or went missing miraculously and uh, many from the distillery. Dollars, right? so, oh, yeah. I mean, you can get a lot of money, you know, from 200 bottles of Pappy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's like at least a quarter of a million dollars to a half a million, mm -hmm. depending. <clears throat> um, but basically they um yeah it was uncovered in the backyard of a, a former buffalo trace employee when they eventually found it all wow. uh, and, and in total about nine people were involved in this and it was actually a uh a bourbon marijuana and steroid ring that they were all <laughs> <running>. <laughs> that they were all <laughs> they were all running uh in this in in kentucky and uh yeah, they had yeah. been doing it there's they don't know how long they were doing it but um they were doing it for quite a while and the head the mastermind the employee at buffalo trace was pretty high up so he had access to like different areas of the warehouse and information about, you know, we're getting this shipment of things and we want to deliver to this place. So he made a lot of connections and, um, his name was Gilbert Kurtzinger. Mm. And, uh, he was, uh, like I say, a high up employee, but he also, um, was a very loose cannon at the distillery in that he would, uh, he would, he was very loud and boisterous and would uh, occasionally step outside in the parking lot and uh, just blast off his gun into, uh, into, into, into the air. As, as one does. <laughs> as one does. Um, and uh, he would always demand, like, if somebody moved the pappy, which was actually kept out in the open, like, under in a little cage that was like you could just pick a lock and get in um <laughs> and someone moved it once and he like just went nuts and he's like you need to tell me when you move this shit and um even though he had nothing to do with the pappy part of it according to his job 
mm-hmm. and uh, Eagle Rare um, is also made at Buffalo Trace. And uh, yeah, it's a good one. And um, he would st- he would like in taking barrels that were um, had the bourbon in it aging, he would take them to go to like the bottling facility or whatever, but he would like stop along the way and unload um, some of the barrels off at like a, like a friend's house or like a barn location. And then slowly just sell off like barrels of Eagle rare. He would do that with wild Turkey. He would do it with pretty much anything he could get his hands on. Um, and apparently a one local cop was in on it as well. Um, he, he was a huge <laughs> steroid guy. Yeah. Pay off the, um, pay off the cops. The yeah. Local and sheriff. What, pretty much. And cause he was like addicted to steroids and working out this yeah. cop and he would get it from him and How does they that built up with a, the alcohol though. I know. Well, he just, he just had the connection to everything and he's like, you know, I, I'm doing this thing too. Like I, you know, if you ever get any heat on me, like try to get the heat off me and stuff. And I just keep hooking you up with like yeah. D ball and stuff. And yeah. And they released like when, when they got like the warrant for their arrest, like this guy's arrest, like they, they got the warrant for their phones to like see who else was involved, like reading their texts and stuff. Some of the texts are hilarious. Like a guy, like he's like, yeah, like we need to start growing our own weed too, not just selling it. Um, he's like, I'm, I'm going to try to buy like at least six or seven plants. Uh And the guy's like, hell yeah. Like I think we can do it at this place and stuff. And he's like, man, I'm fired up. Like, I can't wait to talk about this. And he's like, uh, me too, but like I'm in church right now. Let me call you back when I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and like one text was, uh, they're talking about D ball, and uh, one guy's like, Yeah, um, he's like, Yeah, I did animal steroids, um, <laughs> recently because like I couldn't find anything. And he's like, Oh man, what are your side effects? And he's like, He's like a lot of discharge from the nipples, oh, God. and he's like, he's like, he's like, but he's like, but otherwise, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. And he's like, <laughs> he's, this is Kentucky for you, but he's Seriously. like, he's like, he's like, I'm tired. He's like, I'm tired of like not really knowing where my shit's from. So like, I would really we really need to work on getting a source like direct from Germany because that's apparently where it was created. Uh Um, And he's like, and I don't know if this part's true, but he was like, yeah, he's like world war two. They, uh, they tried to, they've tried to make the, (laughs) the Nazis tried to make the perfect soldier uh, (laughs) by making D ball. So, you know, it's good. (laughs) It's just like the craziest (laughs) shit. Um, but they finally got him and uh, they found a bunch of stuff at his house. Like I said, they found most of the bottles. Obviously, he sold a lot of it. Um, but an inside job. And as soon as, and this happened only, you know, seven, eight years ago. And Buffalo Trace spent $70 million on uh, security and warehouse automation after this because it was so, yeah, it was just, 
I guess for the longest time, it was just so old school, like in all of Kentucky with doing business and distilleries yeah. that it took this to hand and shake a person pretty hand. much. Yeah. Yeah. Count it, write it on the piece of paper, sign your name. <laughs> Make your mark. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's pretty crazy. And um, oh, yeah, that's crazy. I, uh, I don't weed and bourbon Holy and bourbon. God. That's a that's a lucrative business right yeah, there. It is. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know why I wrote this down. Uh, whiskey aging fun facts. <laughs> OK, <Hit me. laughs> are you are you familiar with the angels share? Have you heard of this term? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so you know what it is? No, no, I don't. Oh. I've heard of it. I've heard so of when it, you the angels share, uh, what is it like? The devil's and the cut devil's cut, like something like that. Yeah, yeah. Angels share is uh, w the amount of bourbon that evaporates from the barrel after mm. it's stored for so long. So, I like, see. if you have a fifty-five gallon barrel um, full of whiskey. Um, 50 gallons of that after is evaporates if it's in there for 20 years. Wow. Which is crazy. Leaves yeah, only five seems... gallons, uh, for bottling. So if you have a 20 year bourbon, like that kind of adds to the, the special, mystique, yeah. the mystique, the quality. And then right. the devil's cut is like the, the whiskey that soaks into the barrel over that time and then there are so like used bourbon barrels are still expensive because of this reason so because like breweries will the next yeah the next batch of something yeah but so like brewer if you ever see like a bourbon barrel stout oh okay. like they pump bourbon or they they pump the stout into the used bourbon barrel Right. to get that flavor and that yeah. that quality yeah. that's soaked in the wood. That's really cool. Okay. Which is cool. Yeah. So so the angels share is what's share. evaporated because yeah. it goes to heaven and rains right. down upon the people. Yeah. And of the Kentucky. devil's cut. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> makes them go crazy for uh steroids from Germany. Yeah, the devil's cut, yeah. Yeah. And then uh okay. Yeah, devil's cut is what's actually in the barrel. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, it's stunning to me that people actually think about these things and they're like, I like that one guy, right? Like you said, he's a loose cannon or whatever, but like he, he had a good job at a, yeah. at a good position, a dream job for most people. Yeah. And just felt like it's going to be that much more lucrative for me to steal a bunch of whiskey and, also sell steroids and also grow weed. I mean, how, yeah. how does that enter people's brains? And then they think I'm going to get away with it. Like how yeah. many people actually get away with stuff like that? Like in the long term, not many, yeah. especially the people when you're that get away all those things. And especially when you got a sheriff, like it would make me uncomfortable having <laughs> a sheriff or some <laughs> police officer. It's also involved in it. Yeah. Like, that, would, that would make me feel safer. No. I think just when people get away with stuff is like when they actually walk away just clean. 
yeah. from something like <clears throat> you always see in the movie, like just one last job and then we're oh, done. And like, yeah. of course it it's goes like wrong. The hardest job ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. But like on a smaller scale, like if people were doing things here and there for a while and then they just like, but most people do get cocky and they're like, Oh, I mean, if I'm getting, getting away with this, like, let me take it to the next level and like Start sell steals, get more money <laughs> to a police officer. Does that make sense? Yeah. So these guys were just roided out and going full bore on some, some bourbon black market sales. And that's Jeez. never a good combination. No. Well, they had the weed to calm calm them back down, so that's it's all, true. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Level them out, balance yeah. the pH out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, to your point about the Germany and the Nazis and uh, steroids and whatnot. So steroids came around at, uh, right around the 1940s. Uh, is when there's there's actually a paper that I read looking investigating what's kind of the natural amount of muscle that a person can put on. And then they investigated mm. with people that actually took steroids as well. Um, so there's a like a there's, they've got pictures from people like you know extremely rare bodybuilders in like the 1930s and 1940s. And right yeah. around the 1940s is when the the study says you know we can't really be a hundred percent certain that these people weren't on steroids because that is. It's you. You can be pretty certain in the 1940s that most people, I mean, that most like bodybuilders, uh, weren't on steroids. But after about like 1950 onwards, I mean, the the use of just exogenous testosterone increased um, a lot. Yeah. So, really, I mean, the only time you can be really certain is the 1930s. And it would not at all surprise me. I think I I heard something about that as well that the Nazis were experimenting with exogenous testosterone but i'm not 100 percent certain well yeah i'm not even 80 percent certain on that so um, but it would make, <laughs> it would at least fall within that timeline of the 1940s right so i guess maybe the kentucky man isn't isn't completely <laughs> off his rocker but still that is, probably that is, is. pretty hilarious yeah probably yeah <laughs> but yeah it wouldn't surprise story, me though. man oh man I mean that plus paired with the first story with the the getaway, I don't know. It just it just throws me off like people's psychology in those situations, you know. Yeah. Pretty nuts. Yeah. Well, in more uh, tame news, talking about the playoffs. There he is. So. Uh, now we're really getting close to uh, the story where you tell your grandkids about Tom Brady. You're really, that might be a reality. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Man, I don't even really care about the second game. I don't think most people cared about the Chiefs versus the Bills. No. Everybody sort of thought that the Chiefs were going to uh, run all over them. Um, but, but game one. Game one, yeah. What were your impressions of the Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers game? Well, um, I, I did not expect him to win. I really didn't. Um, and I don't know why I ever would bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs, but <laughs> I just figured that 
I mean, the Packers just looked so good coming into this game and they looked like such a good team overall. Um, and it was a home game. It was like snowing conditions earlier in the day. And um, that kind of plays a factor and the home crowd was there. Um, But I don't know. I mean, it just solidifies even more so. I mean, it was already solidified that he was, he's the greatest quarterback of all time. And it's just, yeah, I don't know why I'm surprised, but it's just like an unbelievable achievement that he would go to a brand new team. And then it's just like, yeah, we're going to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be the first time ever that a home, uh, that a team is going to be at their home stadium for the Super Bowl, which is kind of crazy too. Because it's in Tampa. Yeah, that's a picture book. Like, yeah. I, honestly, I know that he wants to play. I know that, he, that Tom <laughs> Brady wants to continue playing. But if you win the Super Bowl, dude, just walk out. You have double-digit Super Bowls. You went to double-digit Super Bowls. And you won then, what, six? S- seven? Uh, seven. It seven. would have been seven if yeah, he wins seven. this one. If he wins this one, seven. <laughs> I would just seven. Be like, I would just put the peace <laughs> sign in the air and just be like, I'm out. It's over. There's it's nothing over. more you can do. There's nothing more you can do. And one middle but finger I thought, at Belichick. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. He's, they're looking like absolute clowns now. But, but in the second half, I mean – I just couldn't believe that the Packers could not uh, capitalize on yeah. any of the three interceptions he threw in a row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like in the second half, I obviously he didn't play well because <laughs> he threw three picks in one half. I mean, that is insane. Yeah. <clears throat> and the Packers just couldn't do anything. And then, then you have to give credit to the defense mm-hmm. of the Bucks. I mean, my guy Devin White picked up another fumble again. Um, and they just held them really well. And then the Packers just were like, yeah, we're going to just kick a field goal here in the red zone with like close to two minutes left. And it's just like, why would you do that? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know who you're playing against and you know that, you know, how many drives he's led or, you know, just clock management in general. I mean, there's nobody better because he's been around for so long, he's seen it all. Right. Why would you not go for it? For it? Um, because you need a touchdown anyway, because you're then down by five after that field goal. So it's like, you go for it, go for two. I don't know. I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me, because then they get the ball in your half deep in there, in, you know, close to the yeah, end zone. Yeah, yeah right. I don't know. It's just it, that confused me a lot. And then, of course, everyone. yeah. And then, of course, it's like, yeah, you're not getting the ball back. This is it's over. It's game over. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was I was kind of stunned by that decision. But like, yeah, I mean, you just like this guy is just like. He's truly an amazing, an amazing person, an amazing football player. It's just, it's crazy. I don't know why I said person. Like I, I'm like, I'm in love with this guy or something. (laughs) (laughs) 
But like you go from like absolutely hating this guy oh, yeah. to like now you're actually wanting him to do it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I've just, just I've just, yeah, you just give up. You're like, it's over. Like he's just going to be the best. So let's just see how far he can take it. See, that is a legendary status. Like if you, yeah. if you have people that hate you and then suddenly you're just so good that they end up just saying, Fuck it. I mean, I don't have an argument. <laughs> yeah. The dude's let's just, just too good. Let's win seven. Yeah. <laughs> let's, just, let's, let's just do it. TV 12. I'm on your, I'm on your side. Yeah. yeah. I'm on his nutrition. I'm on his workout program. <laughs> I'm doing everything. TV 12. <laughs> 12. And he seems like the nicest guy on the planet as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. But He's yeah, like you said, it's. Fuck him. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but like you said about going out on top, like, yeah, I think if you win this Super Bowl, like, dude, you just have to, you have to leave it. But, you know, that's what people, that's what everybody thought Michael Jordan was going to do after he won his sixth title. But he couldn't stay away. No. Well, could he should not have, stay away. He didn't. Yeah. Um, I, I can't imagine Tom Brady retiring and then coming back. Like, I think, I, I, I don't no. think he's going to retire after the Super Bowl, but I think it'd be great if he did, if he won. Um, but even just getting to the Super Bowl with a team that was just last year, seven and nine, and now they missed the, they had missed Brand the playoffs. Brand new coach. Yeah. And then they get to, to the playoffs and beat the Redskins. <gasps> incredibly good team now. I mean, they, they had a great defense, but they, obviously that, was, that wasn't like a massive um, thing. But then they did beat the Saints, who had just trounced them the other two times. Yeah. And then they beat the Packers. So they he beat – All three away games also. Yep, exactly. He beat Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. And now, I mean, if he ends up – if he ends up beating Mahomes, like that's that's – that's pretty unbelievable, you know, yeah. to, to, to go through all of that. Um, I just like, he, there's no argument, you know, he's, he no. is the best quarterback of all time. No. Yeah. If anybody tries to like debate, like who's the best and it's just like, this person is a troll and oh, he yeah. just wants attention. Yeah. Like I get, I get more like the MJ LeBron debate than like Brady. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Anybody yeah, so else? Do so do I. Yeah, because I, I can't make. You can't any compare argument. him. You can't compare him to anyone. No. No. And I do wonder if like, if that's ever going to happen again. Anything? Anyone? Is anyone ever going to get even close to a level? I where mean, you can actually compare if, them. If Patrick Mahomes wins this year and. I think he'd be the the next closest to try to do something like that. To try, if everybody yeah. To try. I'm not saying he would be, even if he won this year, um, but I think he's got the best chance of, you know, winning like three to four. But still it wouldn't be. It still wouldn't be enough. For no, me. I don't think three he would four. win Just six, no. Yeah, no. he – he would he would have to win probably five Super Bowls, and it would also matter how he did it. 
did you mm-hmm. know did he beat some of the greatest like teams and you know degree of difficulty like Tom Brady beat the Legion of Boom uh beat the Rams when they were really good uh beat the Panthers, Panthers. represent okay. yeah. <laughs> no the Panthers can go fuck themselves they had that was with Jake Delhami <laughs> uh, that was <laughs> those are terrible times and um Else be? I mean, obviously, we just talked about like he beat the Falcons, the came he, back the biggest comeback. What that was one of the greatest games. That was, yeah, I will, it's the greatest game I've ever watched. It's the yeah, greatest it's game insane. I've ever watched. And then the yeah. Seahawks game, too, was yep. uh, pretty insane. Where Malcolm the, Butler the pick at the end, yep. too, exactly. Yep, it's just like it really is like a storybook ending and even his losses were storybook endings you know like the the uh what's his the uh, giants David tyree or whatever where he, yeah he's got crazy like, catches catches it against his helmet you know like you see in the other like game disappear almost you, know, <laughs> you, just, you just see the ball just get chucked and he catches it it's like yeah what? like the most spectacular catch ever in yeah. super bowl history and then oh yeah and then the other game where they won, he had to have an incredible throw, like perfectly to the sideline. Was he that just to, barely in bounds? Was that to? Are you talking about Eli? Yeah. Is that to Plaxico? I think. Plaxico I don't know. I, I think I think he threw a touchdown to him that oh, okay. ultimately won it. But yeah. this was like to just, I don't know, to get like a first down or something and like kind right. of ride the game. I don't yeah. know, but. All of yeah. them were close, though, and all of them were oh, just, yeah. like, unbelievably exciting. Uh, and you thought the Atlanta Falcons game was just going to be like, ah, <laughs> oh, God, this sucks. And then midway through third quarter, just something changed. And granted, I mean, Atlanta did some really stupid stuff, but like, also yeah. just like, wow. I mean, and they and and Atlanta from that point on has just been the kings of being up and then just losing late oh, yeah. in the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just forever cursed. <laughs> yeah. Atlanta Falcons fans are they're, they're dwindling. They're becoming an extinct species. Yeah. They're going <laughs> further south to Tampa Bay now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bandwagoners. Um yeah. Oh, so I think just him getting to the 10th Super I mean, he was always, he was already the GOAT, but um, just him getting to the 10th Super Bowl, I want to ask you this. Do you think that this now differentiates who, who had the greatest impact in the Patriots' uh, win streak? Was it Belichick mm-hmm. or was it uh, Tom Brady? <laughs> Uh, I would say Tom Brady, but I mean, Belichick is obviously maybe the best coach of all time. And he created a system where, you know, it was hard for defenses to figure out. And, you know, he figured out a lot of offenses on the defensive side, because that's where he originally came from the defensive coordinator side because he won two Super Bowls with the Giants as a defensive coordinator in the 80s. And then, um, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely close, but I think like when you have a guy like Tom Brady, who is a lot more 
like engaged with the players. It seems like a definite leader, a captain on the field. That's like a totally different thing because you just you just trust that he's going to make the right decision, and all the players just like probably love to play with him, even if they're on defense. They just Sure. I don't know. He just gives you that extra X factor of like a, a feeling that you can win every game. And that's something that, I mean, you don't see Belichick being like a super inspirational, no. like, like speech giver or anything no. like that. Not that he can't be inspiring because obviously he's super successful, but he's more just like, just do your job and I'm going to call the right plays and, put you in the right spot to be successful so you can trust him in that way. But when you have a guy on the field, that's as confident and as handsome. And, um, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) so yeah, I'm going to go with Tom. Tommy boy. Yeah. I, I, I'm inclined to agree. As a matter of fact, uh, I I actually need to see proof from Belichick now that he really is like one, the best coach of all time, um, because I mean it's only been a year and he probably needs a few years to build back up. But like I'll be curious. I'm really curious how things are going to end up with the Patriots because if he doesn't even get cl- if he doesn't sniff a Super Bowl, that's going to be a real indictment against him. Um, Mm -hmm. man i mean tom brady goes to a team that didn't make the playoffs and now they're in the super bowl in one year just like in just like a that quick of a turnaround that's just it's so impact it's just like it's just like a scientific experiment we're gonna add this drug and then we're gonna see it's like this robust effect like how you end up with the conclusion, okay, the drug does this thing. Tom Brady does this thing. He's just that impactful. Yeah. It's just, it's, <clears throat> it's really awe-inspiring, but also um, it's really cool to know that we, the two of us, like grew up mm-hmm. in the time to actually watch the greatest quarterback of all time play. I know. Like we didn't, we didn't see Dan Marino or, you know, Elway. I mean, maybe a little bit, but like it, we, we didn't see – the Steve Young and and uh, um, Joe Montana, Joe Montana and, uh, and uh, Joe Namath, Bart yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Fart> Star. <laughs> we just barely missed them. Uh, <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> but we got to see the greatest quarterback of of all time play. And that's 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 really cool. That's I got something to hate that you'll... the greatest quarterback <laughs> of all time, and then I and got then to, you eventually to, got uh, to love him, love him. <laughs> and that's the and story that you'll tell your grandkids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's why we don't touch Dad's Tom Brady. Role. <laughs> you don't go in there unless I'm in there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and always knock on the door when I'm in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I definitely don't love Tom Brady, but I have gained massive respect for him, and I am no longer. Yeah, Tom I don't Brady know how hater. you can't. 
don't know how you can't respect the hell out of the guy. The hell out of the man. So do you think uh, – are you going to give me some initial Super Bowl predictions? <laughs> hmm. We've got in one one corner <laughs> the high-flying, super-explosive Kansas City Chiefs City with Tyreek Hill. And or, Travis Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey. And, well, they're, they're also getting Le'Veon Bell. Not that I don't think that's going to make much of a difference, but they are getting him back. And mm-hmm. on the other hand, you have the Buccaneers who have Mike Evans and Antonio Brown, who is going to be playing for the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. And Godwin. And Godwin. And in playoff Lenny. And Lenny. And they have <laughs> Sue. And they have. Uh, yeah, JPP. JPP, yeah. So, I mean, they got obviously a really stacked team as well. This is, I mean, these two teams are truly stacked. I think, I think, yeah. okay, like break it down, right? Defense, who would you go with team wise? Uh I mean the way that the Bucks have been playing, I just I just kind of give them the edge right now, because they stopped the Saints and the Packers away. Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Bucks for sure. Yeah. What about offense? <clears throat> That's the tough one. I know. Because when you, I mean, Travis Kelsey. I mean, I don't know. He just he doesn't drop the ball. And he's open just about every single time he goes out for a pass. And he's going to get a first down pretty much every time. And then if you give Tyree Kill like an inch of space, he's just gone. Yeah. On everybody, on yeah. every single player. Yeah. Like some of the moves he made in that Bills game, I was oh, just yeah. like, what in the world am I watching? Yeah. Like, is this a video game? Is this a real actual person out here right. doing these types of things? Like, would just like full speed, stop full speed again. Like, it's like, <laughs> what in the hell, dude? I know. You had one yard there and you just turned it into 20. Yeah. I doesn't know. make any sense. Like, he's just so quick and fast. And like, he's the Lamar Jackson of wide receivers, basically. Yeah. Or Lamar Jackson is the, uh, what the QB fuck's of, his name? QB of Tyreek Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Too much D-ball. Oh, yeah. Too, truly. You got to switch over to Clint <laughs> Buderall. Um, yeah. So who do, you, who do you got for offense then? Oh, my God. He's thinking, folks. I don't know. <laughs> like, I want to say the Chiefs. I really I <clears throat> do. But, like, I never want to say anything against Tom Brady ever again. <laughs> <laughs> because, obviously, he could win this game. I mean, both teams have a chance of winning this game. A great like, chance. Like, a yeah. realistic chance. Like, yeah. You would not be shocked if the Chiefs won. You would not, not be shocked all. if the Bucks won. Not at all. So, I don't know. I, I might need another week to think about the score. But, yeah, because right now I'm just right on the fence. I mean, I'll give the defensive edge to the Bucks. So, right now I probably have the Bucks 
winning by like three points, but I need a, a, another week to give you the full score. Okay. I would, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to have to lean offense to Kansas City, mainly even though I think the Bucks have more offensive weapons. I think that Kansas City's offensive weapons are more explosive. They, mm-hmm. I mean, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, right? It's just yeah, and even Mahomes himself, like he can scramble and and do all yeah. kinds of stuff, which Tom Brady can't. So, I would go offense, just slight edge to Kansas City, even though I don't think that the the breadth of their weapons is nearly as mm-hmm. inclusive as the Bucks, because the Bucks have a great tight end. I mean, I know Kansas City does too, but in Kansas But like if Gronk was like five years younger. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So Kansas City definitely has the edge on the tight end for sure. Yeah. Then like wide receiver, I mean, the Bucks have three incredible, like not Pro Bowl. Yeah, like Pro Bowl wide receivers. And Kansas City has, as far as I know, just one hill yeah i mean they have sammy watkins too but I, oh, okay he didn't play yeah i'm assuming he could play in the super bowl but if he if he played i don't know i don't know his condition at all um but yeah if he played i'm gonna look that up real quick what happened yeah. to sammy watkins i don't know he's hurt a lot so i just never really i feel like he oh expect i mean last year he was great yeah he's playing um okay so they got Sammy Watkins so great like so they've got two at least Sammy Watkins is pretty much pro close to pro bowl level as well but either way like the Bucks just have slightly more weapons but um I think defensively okay so let me ask you this then like you have to defend you are the Bucks you're the Bucks defensive coordinator what do you do You got to account for Mahomes. Uh. You got to account for uh, Tyreek Hill, and you got to account for uh, Kelsey, and you got eleven men. What you gonna do? Oh man, I mean, I just don't know if you can play like man to man against Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey. So if you played somewhat of a zone, which would not allow them to go super, you know, long plays and then try to, I don't know, just try to get, get as much pressure on Mahomes as possible. I mean, I know he's really good, like out of the pocket too, but any disturbance in like a rhythm that they can get into would be the ideal thing to do for Kansas City because it's like once they start getting momentum, like in that Bills game, they just like, you know, they lost that fumble and then they, like early in the game, the punt, they were down 3 nothing, and then the Bills punted and then they lost it on the one. Then they scored and um, you're like, oh my God, like the Bills might just like take advantage of this thing. And, And then literally five minutes later, it's like, this game's probably over. Yeah. And the Chiefs just do that a lot. Like they don't they do. if they go down, they're not scared. They're like, it's fine. Like we're gonna score points. Like we're gonna win this game, even though we're down by like ten. 
Um, so it's just all about stopping any crazy momentum. So I don't know. I don't know if you blitz a lot or you just, you just have a lot of pressure from the defensive ends coming in to try to like at least get a hand in his face or something. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's the question, right? Do you blitz a lot or do you not? I think, I don't think they have the option of blitzing. I just don't think that they can rush. Um, mainly because of, because of the fact that Tyreek Hill is going to blow by his DB. Right. There's no, there's no chance he's not. So, um, I don't think they can play zone. I do think they're going to have to play man-to-man, and I really think that they're going to have to double up on Tyreek Hill, keep one man back, keep one man to push him, to, to just like press him at the, at the line, and then just have two guys on him and potentially have two guys on um, Kelsey as well. And you're going to have to have all your pressure come from your uh, defensive ends. And luckily, they have great defensive ends who do get good pressure. Yeah. And specifically on the edge, which is great because that's exactly what you want when you got Mahomes who can scramble. Um, so, like, the whole game, I, I, I legitimately think the whole game comes down to two things. One, can you put two guys on Kelsey and uh, Hill? And secondly can your defensive ends get home because they will not be able to have any help from like linebackers or anything like that. You might have like a QB spy at one point, but like beyond that, what else are you going to do? You, cause you can't spare the guys. Like all the rest of the guys are going to be playing uh man, man to man defense against everybody else. That's, that's the only hope I just don't see. And, but Granted, uh, what's his name? Todd Bowles is that the mm-hmm. defensive coordinator for, for, for yeah. the, um, Bucks? I mean, he likes to, he likes to blitz, but I just like I could see maybe like using a blitz every once in a while, but that's a really risky thing. Um, I really think that they're <laughs> like he's gonna have to sit down with his defensive ends and just be like, "Look, guys, it's all on you. You're going yeah. to have to get home. You're going to have to be ferocious the entire game." Because we can't spare the guys to, to, to rush the QB or rush yeah. the line. It's just not going to happen otherwise. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know what you do to stop Kansas City, but I will say that uh, they only beat the Panthers by two points this year. <laughs> <laughs> Damn 33 straight. to 31. So anything can happen. And they lost to the Raiders. That's their only loss. Oh, no, they lost to the Chargers. Oh, okay. I think I watched that. With, uh, the game one, they lost oh, never to mind. the Chargers. And then they lost. Well, that might have been preseason, but oh, no, it wasn't. There was none. But yeah, they lost to the Raiders. So I don't know if you watched that game, if you're the Bucks and like, try to figure stuff they did right out, but it doesn't matter, I don't think. Four-man rush, <clears throat> double the two guys. That's eight guys out. Let's say you have two safeties back. Oh, nope, you can't do that. You can't have two safeties because you still have other You still have other wide receivers. You're going to have to have one man on each yeah. wide receiver. Let's say they've got 
three out, so that puts you at like, what, 10? That leaves you with one guy free. And you're not going to have no safeties in the back, so it's going to have to be uh, some sort of like single high safety of some sort. This is going to be crazy. Like, I, I love defensive schemes, and this game is like the – it's just like the perfect game yeah. because it's so <clears throat> difficult to 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 account for for how good these guys are on both sides of the ball, but definitely the Chiefs are going to be just. Do you so think explosive. it's going to be high a high scoring Super Bowl? I do. Yeah, I don't think that the Bucks are going to be able to. So okay, well, I'll say this: if the Bucks win, I think that it's going to be relatively low scoring because if it's high scoring, I don't think that the Chiefs are going to get outscored. I just don't. Um, so it's going to depend. But I think I think it'll be like around the, tw- let's say, 20-point range, something like that. If it's the Bucks winning, it'll be around the 30, maybe even the 40-point range if the Kansas City Chiefs win. And I'll hold off on my prediction until next week. Yeah. Well, the Chiefs are favored already, minus 120. Okay. Um, and then Brady's, or the Bucks are plus 190, so. Okay. What's the, what's the line? What's the um, what's um, sco- uh, score? It is probably going to be like one or two, maybe something like that. Although it is at it is at Tampa Bay, so yeah. I'm sure I can't imagine that won't play a factor. Yeah, I mean, that's got to do something. I mean, I'm just trying to fi- find the. Uh, My guess is it's going to odds be, here. It's going to be the Bucks by half a point. Minus 0.5. Let's see. Although they have a worse record, no. though. <clears throat> uh, well, this this money line is different. This is CVS. Um, this is the early line. Okay. Came out, well, 51 minutes ago. Okay. Uh, so, uh, over-under is 57. Okay, yeah. So, not too high scoring. 20 to 30 for each, yeah. Chiefs are uh, minus three. Minus three? On the spread. Jeez. I don't know if I'd go that that high. I mean, I'm not surprised the Chiefs have the spread. And they have them at minus 165 to win as well here yeah i don't know i'd put him at like minus one well they won by three in the regular season i I forgot they played yeah but that was that was before uh the bucks got onto their fiery tear that they've been on and yep. once now that their defense has gotten better as well. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be exciting. 
Oh, it's going to be super exciting. I'm <clears> so pumped. I'm going to watch it all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can rent out a Chuck E. Cheese and do a live pod from that and watch it there. <laughs> a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. There's a... Uh, there's this like YouTuber that was making fun of Chuck E. Cheese and he brought up like a really good point. I'm sure other people have brought up before too, but like why the fuck would they, they have a pizza place that's based around a, a rat, a rat. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Who thought of that? I don't know. And I have you, you no idea. Some of the old videos from like the, the nineties <clears> and like, there, it's just so like, grungy like the rat yeah they're playing that i remember i remember going as a kid and just like seeing that like robot band like playing oh. and singing yeah. and stuff and just then you just like watch it for a minute and you're just like <laughs> they just run back into like the playground area and yeah. then you're just like eating pizza playing arcade games i feel like that same chuck e cheese is still there off capitol boulevard we gotta know. go. No, no. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like it's still there, oh, and then Adventure Landing, I feel like is is still there too. Oh yeah, I remember Adventure Landing. That was that was good times. Laser tag. That was that was the main thing I remember. Yeah, laser tag, go karts, go karts, yeah, video good. games, right. putt putt. Yeah. Batting cage. Yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> oh yeah. Nick used to rip home runs back in the oh, day. Oh yeah, dude. I was, I was the best at the baseball. At the baseball. <laughs> just hit dingers all day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Grand slam every time I went back. <laughs> Even if no one's on the bases, it's a grand slam, baby. That's right. Yeah, you just Put throw a big old. Board. <laughs> four more years, baby. You throw a big old. You throw a big old chew in. Oh yeah. Step up to plate. Just stare. Whammy. The <laughs> Spit on the plate. Umpire tells me off. I tell me. Fuck you. <laughs> I just slam it and shatter my bat. My metal yeah. bat would shatter it. Shatter it. <laughs> and they found it was corked. <laughs> and that was this early steroid days. Yeah. Me at 13. <laughs> yeah. Start them early. Um, yeah. That was another sport I was trash at. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember Mr. Baker, like, oh yeah, was the coach. Like, yeah. if if that guy's the coach, you're just you're screwed. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I think he was the assistant coach, but he was still uh, he was still out there as dead serious as he was for uh, his classes. Oh he yeah, was just dead serious about baseball too. Yeah. Oh, he was. He took he took a lot uh, he, of things. He seriously. loved it. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Man, oh man, I hate baseball so much. I really do. I hate playing it. Yeah, it's such a it's, shitty. I, sport. I always, yeah, I always hated it. I. Uh, it's a cool pastime. I get that, <clears throat> and I do enjoy. I was it much. Yeah, it's it's definitely a part of American history in a in a, in a big way. Um, but I remember. Um, 
Like I was into baseball. My biggest baseball phase was when I was actually good. And that was when I was like nine and 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. And it was the machine pitch where they just like, Oh, right. right, the, right. One of the coaches drops it into yeah. the machine. And you're yeah. just like, yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I was first base. I played first base and Brian Burdett was on my team. I didn't even, you know, and then like years later, you know, I was actually became good friends with him and we were like, Oh yeah. Like our dad's like help coach that team too. But, um, he was third base. I was first base. And I remember, uh, this just one, one day in a game or a practice or something, I was in the dugout and this kid was like swinging his bat in the dugout and he went to take it back and I walked around a corner Yes, and I got got hit hit in the chin. chin, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got knocked out. Yeah. Went down (laughs) unconscious, unconscious. And, um, yeah, I'll never forget just coming to and seeing everybody just crowded around me. And me being like, oh, my God, is somebody hurt? Like, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. Is everybody okay? And just having, like, a black chin for, like, a week solid. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I feel like I probably just got up and then just kept practicing. That's before uh, concussion protocol was a thing. Before the commons got <laughs> to it all. <laughs> back when a man was a man, he just dust himself off and get back in there. <laughs> a little bit of blood never hurt anybody. Yeah. No. Mm. Good times. Yeah. And it was downhill from there for my baseball career. <laughs> God, yeah. I hated baseball so much. Yeah. yeah. Probably just because I sucked at it. I think I would have hated it regardless. I mean, I'm yeah, no doubt probably. I would have liked it a lot better if I'd been good at it. Oh, yeah. It's just not something it's for me. Doesn't, it's not a fluid game where it's like it it's just yeah. way too much stagnation. And, you know, if one big aspect of it is like, <laughs> you know, being able to throw a dip in it's just like is that really uh yeah, sport yeah. i want to be playing <laughs> like or you you got to have adderall and a huge dip in and you're like all right now i'm, I'm now i can play baseball <laughs> right yeah those are two things that are like actually really big and like people doing that in, in baseball from like all levels of baseball <laughs> mm. yeah even four-year-olds <laughs> yeah Got to get them started early. Yeah, I'm never gonna play it. I can tell you that much. Well, you might, you might one day softball league, church softball <laughs> league, or something. Church softball league. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm questioning a lot of things in my <laughs> life, Kyle. <laughs> hey, never say never. <laughs> never say never. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be one of them, though. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Lord works in mysterious ways, I will say. That's true. That is that's that is true. Can't deny. Can't deny. (laughs) All right, Mister Hatley, you want to finish this one off? Yep. I just want to talk a little bit about. 
<laughs> Here we go. Uh, the upcoming uh, stock car race um, happening in Lake Forest this year. Go ahead and get your tickets. It's going to be. <laughs> it's the 38th year. <laughs> Sponsored by Shorty's Hot Dogs. <laughs> Still only a quarter. <laughs> yeah, still <laughs> holding the 1930 price for a hot dog. <laughs> Never you mind where they come from. <laughs> yeah, they're red and it's going to stain your teeth and you're going to like it. <laughs> Give you this little short bottled Coke to go along with it. It'll be a nice little memory. <laughs> You heard it here, folks. Stop by the stock car race. <laughs> Masks are not required. <laughs> so, come on out. <laughs> Cheer loud for the boys. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. All right. We'll, well see, you go, <laughs> see you next time. See you next time.